0: hello thanks for stopping by liberty for her where we unpack one woman's entrepreneurial journey to help another woman launch her own i'm your host netta jones we're here to listen learn and liberate dreams one episode at a time Well, hello there, Liberty listeners. Welcome to the fourth episode in our six part mini series on launching. I hope you found the first three episodes to be helpful in moving the needle and getting you one step closer to launching your dream venture. For the last three weeks, you've laid out your vision, you've surveyed the market, created a brand identity, and now it's time to develop a plan of action. The goal of this week is to closely examine where you want to go how you're going to get there, and if you can make some money doing it. Even if you're not motivated by money, and I know some of you will say that, you will grow very weary of having a business that becomes a vacuum for cash. This week, we want to give you a window into the viability of your venture. In order to do this, I want to help you clearly define the unique details of your product or service. These distinguishing characteristics are your selling points. They're the reason customers are gonna leave behind other products and services and come flocking to you. To ensure that you've covered all your bases, I wanna introduce you to what I call the five P's plus. Product, positioning, pricing, promotion, placement, and the plus stands for customer service, which so many people forget to consider. So let's take a closer look at what each P represents, and then describe the P relative to your business. As always, I'm gonna use an example here to help you better understand what I'm talking about. Follow each example by taking out a sheet of paper or your handy notebook and create your own example relative to your business. Okay, so here we go. Let's first look at your product. Describe in detail your product or service. If it's a product, be clear as to how it will be produced, maybe it's manufactured by hand or milled in Italy. You get the idea. Be sure to list all the benefits and features of your product or service. If your business has multiple products or services, describe the most important features and benefits of each one. Now remember, when listing features and benefits, keep in mind that features are built into the product or service and benefits are the selling points. For example, a feature of a bakery might be that it provides quality, handmade, nutritious baked goods, but the benefits are the way a person feels when he or she experiences those baked goods. It might be the taste, the hip packaging, or even a full belly. If you can successfully identify and articulate those unique features and benefits relative to your competition, you will start to win over customers one by one. I promise you. Okay, here's an example. Let's say there's a company called Pickup Flowers, and it's a retail florist selling flowers out of the back of a red vintage Chevrolet pickup truck. Pretty cute, huh? The retail business operates from a local farmer's market four days a week And on the remaining three days, it offers weekly delivery service of hand-tied seasonal flowers in local neighborhoods. There are currently no other businesses in the local market like this. All competitors operate as traditional flower shops with brick and mortar locations or maybe grocery stores. Okay, so now it's your turn. Jot down what your product or service is and what its unique benefits or features might be. Okay, now let's move on to the next P, positioning. How might your customers view your product or service in the marketplace? How will they view you relative to your competition? How is your product or service different from the competition? What impressions do you wanna leave your customers with? This is your opportunity to set yourself apart from the competition. How are you positioning your product or service differently in order to gain customers and, in the end, sales. Let's go back to our example. So Pick Up Flowers might say, we are a unique service with a retro appeal. The roving red truck and the vintage vibe makes for a nostalgic, feel-good experience. We parade the red truck around town and attend local artist fairs and markets and other neighborhood events positioning ourselves as a company who cares about and is involved with its local community. We are committed to becoming a hometown favorite. There's no other flower shop operating with a vehicle as its location. Do you see how we clearly identified our positioning in the customers' minds and hearts here? All right, it's your turn to articulate your own positioning. Now let's focus on pricing. What will you charge your customer for your products or services? List the price or price ranges of your products. Describe your pricing strategy. How did you come up with this pricing? How much is the competition charging for the same or similar products? If you plan to charge more than the competition, what additional selling points, features and benefits will you add to make it worth choosing your product or service over the competition. Back to our example here. Because pickup flowers does not have a lease and the truck was paid for prior to starting the business, we have less overhead and are able to offer our customers a very reasonable price for their hand tied flowers. We will pay a small farmer's market fee to park the truck in a regular spot for four days in each week compared with our current competitors who are paying for a brick and mortar retail location we can keep our costs very low and pass this savings on to the customer while still creating a healthy profit margin for ourselves. We plan to only offer seasonal flowers and locally grown flowers. This enables us to keep our costs down because we don't pay for shipping for internationally grown flowers, and we are only paying for seasonal flowers, which tend to be much cheaper anyway. All of these cost-saving measures are then forwarded to our customers. Additionally, once we establish credit with wholesalers, which may take, let's say, six months to a year, we'll end up receiving an additional 10% wholesale discount, which will increase our margins. Again, that margin is the difference between our costs and our revenues, We also plan to offer a 5% discount for weekly delivery to customers who order and pay three months at a time. This locks in return business and helps us to budget our resources of time and money. All right, it's your turn again. Really think through your pricing. Use our example to look at how you compare to your competitor. Look at any wholesale opportunities you can take advantage of, And remember to package your products to incentivize bulk ordering or invite customers to pay in full at a slightly reduced rate versus breaking up pricing to make your service more affordable to more people. The goal here is to create meaningful margins and a healthy bottom line. So now that you've taken a look at your product, your positioning, and your pricing, let's focus on getting this information out to your customers with the help of this next P, aptly named promotion. Here we want to know how you will create awareness in the marketplace. When and how will you introduce your product or service to your potential customer? Will you offer pricing incentives or gift with purchase? Will you launch an advertising campaign or rely on word of mouth to get your product or service selling? Will you be promoting your business through trade shows or catalogs? Will you create an affiliate program to offer your online course, let's say? Have you thought through some low-cost promotional tactics to get your word out on a shoestring? Your promotional plan will address these questions and help you plot out the tactics to achieve your desired sales objectives. Okay, for example, we've already talked about Pick Up Flowers offering a 5% discount for flowers ordered three months in advance. Additionally, we plan to place pamphlets with easy online instructions for flower delivery in all organic and health food markets, as well as home decor stores in our area. We also plan to drop off pamphlets door-to-door in local neighborhoods, And we'll offer promotional pricing to anyone who orders in the first three months. This is separate from our 5% discount. We'll not spend any money on direct advertising, but rather rely on word of mouth and local press to build our initial business. Okay, before you begin to write down your promotional plan, please consider your budget. Some of you will be bootstrapping your way to success while others might have put aside a couple thousand dollars to spend on marketing. Either way, I don't want you to put all your eggs in one basket. Come up with a mix of promotional ideas and test the waters. If something works, you can budget more money or time for that particular promotional activity. If it doesn't, I want you to move on. The one caveat here is promotional activity relative to your social media and email campaigns. Here, I want you to be consistent. I want you to show up even when customers aren't showing up and you're not seeing results. These are the two places where customers will eventually go when they need you. When they finally need flowers, they're gonna go online and look at all the different bouquets that you've made, all the different hand ties that you've made online you need to keep showing up. Make sure you're collecting subscriptions so you can send out an email campaign. Even if you only do this once a month or once a quarter, make sure you're consistent. All right, now let's shift to placement. Another word for placement is distribution. And to be clear, I'm not talking about the shelf space where your products are sold, like eye level in the cereal aisle, for example. Rather, I'm talking about where you intend to offer your goods or services and how you want to get your goods and services into your customers' hands. Is this a direct to consumer operation? Do you have a proposed location? Are you running the operation for home or do you need a retail location with lots of consumer traffic? Does your location need to convey a certain image, such as a high-end gallery or a home furnishing store? Now remember, some businesses operate near the competition, such as a home design center or car dealerships, whereas others fare better with some distance between the competition, like an ice cream shop or, in this case, a florist. Is there an established business that can distribute your product? Think Disney movies. When they come out, they often will put a promotional toy into a McDonald's Happy Meal. McDonald's for them is a distribution mechanism. Is there something like that for you? If you sell flowers, perhaps a distribution mechanism might be to place flowers at the local bridal stores. Brides are going in to pick out dresses. Brides see your beautiful bouquets, and they may, in turn, order from you. How do you plan to ship your product or service? What's the cost of additional shipping? When describing your distribution channels, ask yourself and answer the following questions. Is your product or service sold in a retail store? Is it sold by direct sales representatives? Is it sold online, through a catalog, or through wholesale? Who else are you having to pay in the process of getting your product or service to your eventual client? Do you employ a sales force or independent reps? Is your product or service in demand seasonally and therefore you're required to get those products in and out of locations within a specific period of time? Maybe you should employ multiple channels of distribution. These are things I want you to consider. It's really important to come up with a smart distribution plan because you can make the most amazing product or have the most amazing online yoga class. But if you can't get it in the hands of your consumer, you don't have a viable business. All right, getting back to our example. The paid-for vintage truck is our store location, and aside from the farmer's market rental space and car insurance, we have no other costs associated with the retail location. We know we want to build a reputation for having good old-fashioned small-town business sensibilities with super-friendly customer service and modern online ordering abilities. We will only distribute at farmer's market and art fairs and to homes within a 10-mile radius from our home office. This will allow for multiple deliveries each hour, as well as keeping our gas to a minimum. It will also focus our promotional efforts in a concentrated area allowing us to frequent homes more often with our marketing resources. Our customers can also order online, allowing us to distribute directly to their homes. All right, now for the final P, customer service. It's shocking to me that with all the competition out there, a business will overlook customer service as a part of its strategy. Just don't do it. People and policies are just as essential to your business as any of the other P's I've mentioned. Good customer service anticipates the customer's needs and provides a product that delivers the benefits it's promised. Consider what services you offer your customer after the sale has been made. Some examples might include delivery, warranty, customer support, follow-up survey, a flexible return and refund policy. Be thoughtful about how each customer is treated and communicated with when they leave your website or your shop. Train your intern or your staff of 10 to build a relationship with each and every person that comes in contact with your brand. These are good customer service practices. What are your customer service policies and how are you conveying them to your customer to gain their loyalty and repeat business? Be sure to constantly communicate with your customer base. They'll tell you, I promise, they'll tell you everything you need to know and more about how to serve them and gain or keep their business. They may even tell you who you don't want to serve, so pay really close attention. Keep in mind... It's less expensive to keep a customer happy than it is to gain a new customer. And remember, happy customers are a valuable sales tool. They're the ones that will spread the message about your amazing company. All right, here's our last pick-up flowers example. We know we can't rely on the uniqueness of our red truck and our service alone. We have to keep customers coming back. We're committed to offering good old-fashioned service, and our goal is to be on a first-name basis with our customers. Our goal is also to have people wave and smile when they see our truck drive by. Initially, the founder will be driving the pickup truck and building those relationships with potential and new customers. But after six months, we plan to train an employee or two to build new relationships and foster existing ones. We wanna be the friendliest gals in town. Whether you make a purchase with us or not, each person who stops by to say hello to the red truck will receive a free flower with an attached tag saying, take time to smell the roses. On the back of each tag will be our business number and web address. Since we buy flowers in bulk, our cost is something like 25 cents per flower. And we plan to give away 200 flowers every time we stop in a local neighborhood. That $50 spend on customers conveys just how important they are to us. We take good care of even our non-paying customers, so imagine what you get when you're a paying customer. And finally, it's cheaper and more effective than sponsoring, let's say, an Instagram ad. This activity also plays into our promotional budget. Two birds with one stone. That's how we like it. To distinguish ourselves from other farmer's market booths, we also want to offer our customers the option of paying with cash, credit card. Additionally, to distinguish ourselves from other farmer's market booths, we want to offer customers the option of paying with cash, credit card, or Venmo. Okay, you're almost home. Write down your final plan for this last P, customer service. And once you've finished, go back through and reread everything to ensure each P is in alignment with the other P's. Step away and come back a day or so later. What do you think? Is your plan to launch Shaping Up to be the venture you had hoped it could be? Or is something off? Now, don't worry if it is. This is actually where your creativity will kick in and some out-of-the-box thinking will offer up an even more focused and meaningful business than you originally thought. The key here is to keep moving. Stay committed to yourself, but hold on loosely to this initial idea the process might be uncovering an even better and more brilliant gem than you originally had in mind. All right, you guys, that's all for now. Thanks for spending this time with me and I'll meet you back here next week. Bye for now. Liberty For Her is broadcast on all platforms. Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcast and more. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe, rate and review Liberty for Her on Apple Podcast. It helps us to know if these episodes are inspiring and equipping your ventures. Liberty for Her is produced by Netta Jones and Elizabeth Joy Wyndham and music by Jordan Flower.